What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another Thinking Thursday. This week, I have something really exciting for you all. If you remember, a couple weeks ago, I did a book reading from one of my dad's books called The Big Kid in Basketball. And this week, I'm doing another book reading, but instead, it's from my dad's brand new book called From Heart to Head and Back Again, A Journey Through the Healthcare System. I'm really, you know, I've been thoroughly enjoying reading his book, and there was one chapter in particular that literally brought me to tears, and so uh, upon my dad's request and me being more than happy to do so, I I wanted to record this chapter for him, but also for all of you to get a sneak peek into the book, um, especially into a chapter that was and is so powerful to me, and I'm hoping that I don't choke up while I'm reading it this time, but we'll see how it goes. This is chapter 27, Out of the Mouth of Babes. Tom, we're going to see Dr. Iavanis tomorrow morning. He can see you at 10.15 a.m. Mama Bear was definitely in charge. Getting an appointment with my doctor was not easy. Open access schedules are still in their infancy, and even though I had had a cardiac event, we could not get in immediately. Daddy, I will hold your hand when the doctor talks to you. Mommy always holds me so I'm not scared, so I will hold you too. My heart broke every time I thought of my children seeing their father weak and scared, no matter how I tried to hide it. God, this is not supposed to be. I want to be strong. I want my children to see their daddy as invincible. I can't be sick. I would scream to the Almighty as my vulnerability exploded into full view for all to see. Sammy, you are my angel. Daddy will be fine. Then after thinking very carefully, or as carefully as I could under the circumstances, and I would love you to hold my hand with the doctor, how about we hold each other? That sounds perfect, Daddy. I want to hold you too, Daddy. You got it, Big T. We will all hold each other. I'm sure Dr. Iavanus will be fine with that. Cool? Yeah, Dad! Tommy responded as he ran out of the room to find another adventure for Spider-Man and his yellow dinosaurs. Dad, I think Tommy just wanted to get in on my action. Again, out of the mouths of babes. Get in on your action, Sam. Where did you learn that? From watching Star Trek with you. You said your favorite episode was a piece of the action. Well, I think Tommy just wanted in on my action. I want to hold you. I want to. I am the luckiest man in the world, I thought as I pictured Lou Gehrig at Yankee Stadium all those years ago. Sammy, you are amazing. You make my heart smile. You have no idea how happy you make me. Daddy? Yes, Sam. Want to play Pretty Pretty Princess with me? Yes, Sam. Yes, more than anything, I want to play Pretty Pretty Princess with you. Later that evening, when I was all alone, I began to pray again. God, I would be on my knees if I thought I could get back up on the couch by myself. I'm sorry about that. I'm scared, God. I am really scared. My breathing is still hard. My chest still hurts. I am exhausted and cannot even get up the stairs to join my wife in bed. My kids are now taking care of me. I continued as I laid alone on the couch in the dark, holding back tears as my worst fears flowed. This is not right, God. This is not right. I know, I know. The real question is not why me, 
but rather, why not me? I know it logically, but... Tom, you were breathing really heavy. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay now. I was just having a dream. Well, it is 8 a.m. You need to begin to get ready to go to the doctor. Sammy and Tommy want to come with me. They want to hold me like you hold them during their doctor's appointments. They will be in school. And then, seeing the disappointment in my eyes, Doc added, But Haley will be with us. She will hold you. That will be nice. But I will need to talk to Sam. I totally wasn't thinking. I hope she will understand. Sammy, please come sit next to Daddy on the couch, I called out. Okay, Daddy. Sammy looked so beautiful with a sparkle in her blue eyes and her big, room-brightening smile. Daddy, do you like my hair? I brushed it a hundred times this morning. Isn't it pretty? Beautiful, Sammy. Absolutely beautiful. I responded as I also began a dry coughing fit. Daddy, are you okay? Yes, Sammy. When you are next to me, I am always okay. You don't sound okay. Ugh. Sammy, I need to see the doctor this morning. But I will be in school. How am I going to hold you? That is what I wanted to talk to you about. I need a favor, and I hope you will be okay with it. What is it? You know how we pray to Jesus at church and before eating dinner as a family? We don't always pray before dinner. Once again, out of the mouths of babes. I know, we should, but you are right. We don't always. I promise to do better. Okay. Brockton tough, just like her mother, I thought. <laughs> anyway... Because this time, when I see the doctor, you and Tommy will be in school, I was hoping that if you remembered, while at school, and only as long as you don't get in trouble, you would find a moment and quietly pray for me. That way, even though you won't be holding my hand physically, I will still feel your love around me. Would that be okay? Oh, Dad, that is easy. And even if I get in trouble, I'll do it. Uh-oh. Perhaps a sign of things to come. Thank you, Sammy. So you will be okay not being with me? I want to be with you, but I get it. I love you, Sam Bam. I love you. Did you tell Tommy yet? He is next. I bet he doesn't even remember. You know, he was pretty focused on his dinosaurs. We shall see. Now go get your breakfast. Big T, come here, bud. Watching Superboy fly across the room with his blonde locks, red cape flowing behind him and his big smiles of joy I never want to forget. Actually, more young Thor than Superboy, but then again, he is more DC than Marvel. Daddy! Well, joyful until his head and shoulder crash into my chest, a la Teddy Bruschi of the Patriots. Ugh. Big T, I need to go to the doctors this morning while you were in school. Okay, Daddy, I'm gonna miss you. I'm gonna miss you too, but I'm going to think of you the entire time I am there. I know, Daddy. And I'm going to think of holding your hand while I'm in school. He remembered. He really remembered. And his tears well up in my eyes. Thank you, Tommy. You just made my day. Now go get your breakfast. I love you. Love you, Dad. God, he hits hard, Doc. I think Tommy is going to be a linebacker for the Patriots. You just save your breath. This is your first venture out of the house in a long time. You need to save your lungs. And that is the end of chapter 27, Out of the Mouth 
of babes. I hope you really, really enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed reading it to you and also reading it on my own. Definitely is a tearjerker for me. Um, Perhaps it is for you too, and that's totally good. I highly recommend that anybody and everybody pick up a copy of this book. And I know that that, you know, it's, it's my dad and I'm, of course I want my dad's book sales to be good. Like, let me be completely transparent. hundred percent. I want that. But the more and more that I read this book, the more I see that it's not just for physicians, it's for patients. It's for the families of patients. It's, it's really for every single person out there. Um, and it's really opened my eyes to a lot of things about the healthcare system. And also, it is very special to me, too, being able to see the healthcare system and the things that my dad has done through his eyes. And this book offers you the opportunity to do the same, to see the healthcare system through the lens of somebody who's worked in healthcare for over 30 years. You get to learn about his story. Um, in this chapter, he mentioned that he had a cardiac event. My dad had a heart attack and was told that he was never going to be able to work again at the age of 35 for anybody, but especially, I don't know if I want to say especially, but I think you all would understand if I said, especially for a man who is the head of the household is, is the breadwinner. I don't even know if that's politically correct to say anymore, but is the one who's bringing home the paycheck. Uh, the majority of the majority of my life anyways, my dad has been the one bringing home the paycheck to support our family. Um, to be told at such a young age that you won't be able to work again is heartbreaking, scary, a huge ego check. But you look now, my dad has continued to work. There was some level of a lack of emotional intelligence in that. And when the doctor said that to him, um, perhaps a lack of understanding of, of his circumstances, of who my dad was, of his physical condition. I don't know. Probably lots of things that I don't understand. Um, but by reading this book, you get to learn more about that. And you get to learn about the healthcare system and how it operates now and what we can do to make it better. Um, and I think that all of us, you know, a lot of you are Americans our healthcare system is not the best and it does need to be improved. And by reading this book and taking away a lot of the lessons that my dad talks about, we can make the system better. So that's what we should do. So go and check out from heart to head and back again, a journey through the healthcare system on Amazon. Um, your support of my dad means so much and your support of this podcast also means so much too you are all loved and i'm wishing you all grace and peace you all take care